Welcome to Hot, Healthy, Never Hungry, a podcast dedicated to changing the way women eat to lose weight so they can feel their hottest. I'm your host, Lauren Hubert, former fad dieter turned registered dietitian. Each week, I'll share all of my favorite healthy eating tips and swaps, help you through frustrations on your journey, and show you the science behind losing weight. Hot, Healthy, Never Hungry is here to make weight loss simple, fun, and easy to stick to for life. Hello, my beautiful people. Welcome back to another episode of Hot, Healthy, Never Hungry. I am Lauren Huber, your dietitian BFF. And I mean, you guys see the title and totally know we're talking about diet myths today. In fact, we're not just talking about it today. I am actually going to be bringing a new series to you guys because just when I thought we were over certain humps, and when I say we, I mean all of the world when it comes to nutrition, I thought we were making some progress. Sometimes we take 10 steps forward and what feels like a hundred steps backwards or whatever that quote is. So I thought, you know, it's about time. All of the crazy stuff I've heard from clients over the years that I've heard from family members, that I've heard from friends, especially sorority sisters, and most importantly, just, you know, conversations I hear in passing. I mean, I can't tell you how many times, whether it's a smoothie shop or a health food store or even the gym or even out to dinner in like the most random places, I hear the most ridiculous things about nutrition. And just when I thought we were over these myths and we had myth busted it all over the internet, these things still permeate throughout our culture and are impacting women like you and I when we are not sure what to believe. So I want to create a new series on here, starting with what we're talking about today. And of course, we're going to talk about oatmeal. But as you can see from the title, I want to talk about ridiculous diet myths that I have heard, why they aren't true, set the record straight. And I also want to hear what myths that you guys want covered. So after this episode, what I want you guys to do is after we discuss the myths that I already have planned for today, if there is something that you want to learn more about, especially when it comes to diet myths, I want you to actually leave it in the review that you leave on iTunes. And it's okay if you also leave a rating and review on Spotify. Greatly appreciate that. So no shame to Spotify, but especially on iTunes, I want you guys to submit myths on there. And I'm actually going to be reading those reviews. And from what you guys submit, I'm actually going to use it in future episodes. So be sure to obviously leave a kind rating. I would hope (laughs) you guys enjoy the podcast. And most importantly, you can leave what you want me to myth bust inside of there. That being said, before we dive into some of the ridiculous, the absolute redonkulous myths that I have heard about nutrition for fat loss and weight loss, I have something really special coming for you guys. So I want to spill the beans on something that is coming out next week. We are running a very special offer and sale that is really awesome for you guys. If you have been wanting to lose weight, you've been wanting to take it up a level. You want to know exactly what your game plan should be from calories to a protein target. You want to understand what your meals need to look like. You need some fresh inspiration in there. And most importantly, you need structure and you need structure because you know, fad diets don't work. You know, many things that you have done for weight loss just haven't clicked, but you aren't sure what else you can be doing to see results. So you feel stuck. You're fed up. You're unhappy. You want to lose 10, 20, 30 or more pounds. You want to lose this weight, but you aren't sure what to do. So 
coming to you guys on July 28th. That is when doors open. If you're on my email list, you will get some email reminders because this is such an awesome special that you guys are not going to want to miss, but we are bringing to you the hot girl summer sale. So when doors open on July 28th, ladies, you ladies will be able to join the hot and healthy membership for $199, which actually saves you a hundred dollars off of your membership. And in addition to everything that's included with the membership, including video tutorials to understand everything you need to know about losing weight. You're also going to get online support to check your calorie budget and ask questions from our real dietitians, not bots, like real dietitians Monday through Friday in there. And you'll be able to get access to our private community area where all our members can get support from our other members and hear inspiration, share tips, all the great stuff. You also get amazing resources like recipes, grocery shopping guides, meal plans, exercise tips, and programs inside of there. So you'll understand what you should be eating, actually get inspiration. And I must say our meal plans are so good. Like I have clients inside of the program and our members literally love the meal plans. And that's because the meal plans are so simple with real ingredients. You can get at any simple grocery store and they're simple. I cannot stress this enough. The recipes are so simple and easy and it just helps you really formulate. Okay. This is a full day of eating. This is what this is supposed to look like. So it just gives you a lot of inspiration. And of course we offer monthly support with topics to keep you motivated. But the best part about this hot girl summer sale guys is you will be getting not only a hundred dollars off and obviously access to the program to be able to transform your body, relationship to food and obviously achieve your set of goals. But you will also be getting access to my brand new mini course that I have been teasing on my story because it's really flipping good. But this brand new mini course is titled most importantly, the stuck to slaying weight loss mini course. And I just want to say, if you are a current member of the program, you will be getting access to this as well, but we are including as a bonus access to this mini course for you guys. And this mini course, honestly, I have been so excited to share the details with you guys because I wanted to create a specialized training really dedicated to being stuck on your weight loss journey. So you could understand the exact things you need to do to be able to see progress outside of having a calorie budget. And of course, outside of understanding, okay, what are some meal ideas and great inspiration to be able to guide you there. And this is really because the one thing I've learned coaching women over the years as a dietitian and really being in the trenches with my clients is that Diet programs only take you so far, which honestly is really why I created the hot, healthy, never hungry method in the first place, because it, it wasn't a diet. It was teaching you the non-negotiables for fat loss. But, you know, I got to be real. Diets love to tell us women what to do. But as soon as we're stuck, as soon as we're not seeing progress, girl, they leave us hanging. They leave us so hanging. We don't understand what we should be tweaking, what we should be changing. We hit a wall. We feel like nothing else is working. That's why with this mini course, I wanted to take my years of experience, trial and error, being able to solve my clients' problems and truthfully just giving it to them real to be able to teach you guys in this mini course about why you're not losing weight, why you're stuck, and most importantly, what you can do about it so you can break through not only this plateau or why you're stuck right now, but also ensure you're never going to be stuck again. And I just want to give you guys a little teaser inside of this mini course. I actually broke it down into three different phases. I include why you're stuck, a whole section where I'm helping you identify why you're stuck, why you're not seeing progress. So you can get really clear on what you need to do and change and tweak. Uh, phase two is what are your goals? And I'm actually walking you through goal setting, just like I teach my clients on coaching calls and when we're in private sessions. 
And I'm going to be teaching you guys the five core areas of progress. So that way you're not only never stuck, but you really understand how to navigate weight loss plateaus and really understand even how to track your progress in the first place. And then my favorite part is phase three, where I really encompass and dive into what tweaks you specifically need to make based on why you're stuck, which is very important ladies. So that way you can double your progress. And why I'm also so excited for this is I share real life case studies inside of here. I give you real life examples because, you know, just so many diet programs, they love to, you ladies know, they love to tell us, do this, do that, but they don't actually show like examples of, okay, what does that look like for a real person? So I am so excited. I know many clients in the past have really asked for something like this before. Um, so not only with the hot girl summer sale, you get to join the membership, learn the hot, healthy, never hungry method, understand your specific calorie budget, understand what you should be eating to support your metabolism, help you shed body fat. But beyond that, you're also getting this bonus access to the stuck to slaying weight loss mini course that is officially launching. So you're one of the first people that will be getting access to this. So I am beyond ecstatic for you to see it. But, but without further ado, let's get into today's freaking podcast episode, ladies. So the first myth, and I'm literally ripping off the bandaid, let's switch gears, guys. The first myth I wanted to discuss with you guys was the myth that you have to cut out all carbs. And actually, this was inspired yesterday because... You know, looking back on my career, the amount of times situations have happened where I, I have personal training friends that are personal trainers and awesome strength and conditioning coaches. Like there are phenomenal people in the fitness industry, but unfortunately, just like dietetics, just like nutritionists out there, there can be some really horrible personal trainers and the amount of clients that I've had that have been told and say they're, they're losing weight with me. I mean, I remember one situation where my client was literally 10 pounds down, was eating more carbs. And then her trainer was like, well, you could lose weight faster if you cut out carbs and you also dropped your calories to 1200 a day. And me and her just like were flabbergasted. And thank goodness she understood that that wasn't it. That wasn't what she was doing. But the real myth I want to address related to this is the idea that you have to cut carbs and cut out all carbs to lose weight. And what I don't like about this myth, first and foremost, is cutting carbs doesn't mean you're necessarily cutting calories. And this is something I've poked fun at a few times, but you know, as I talk about all the time, calories are a unit of energy. They're fuel for our body, just like a car needs gasoline. And calories are what drive our weight. And when I say drive our weight, meaning our persistent ability to either be below, above, or at our calories determines our body weight over time. It's all about energy balance. Think of it like your iPhone, guys. Like if your iPhone is on low battery and it's not getting charged, like it's entering a deficit and that's what weight loss is. I guess you can't like overcharge your iPhone or I'm not sure I'm not into tech stuff, but you guys get the picture. So when it comes to cutting carbs, cutting out carbs can result in weight loss. And that's why many people cut carbs and they do see weight loss because they're cutting calories ultimately. But cutting carbs doesn't guarantee weight loss because if you're cutting carbs but then replacing those carb-rich foods with high-fat foods and you're following a more ketogenic diet, you actually could be eating more calories than what you were eating with carbs. And something too to highlight with that as well is carbs and proteins are four calories per gram and fat is nine calories per gram. 
And what's really interesting about this is when you think of carb-rich foods versus many fat-rich foods, so I'm talking carbs like potatoes and whole grains and beans and fruit, and even vegetables contain carbs within them, and the list goes on and on. When we think a lot about those foods versus high-fat foods, a lot of high-fat foods, we think of things like salmon and avocados and oils like olive oil and nuts. These are delicious, amazing foods. We think of things like butter. These foods, though, are lower in volume, meaning they take up less space, but they have a bigger calorie punch, right? I mean, let's think about two tablespoons of peanut butter is absolutely delicious, by the way, but that packs a little over 200 calories versus to get 200 calories through a potato. That's like a big freaking potato in terms of volume, right? And there's even other examples, right? But I bring that up because you could be cutting out the amount of food you eat and yes, cutting out carbs, but that doesn't guarantee you're hitting the right amount of calories. So ultimately carbs don't drive weight loss or weight gain, right? A lot of people think carbs cause weight gain, but it's calories that drive it. But what I will also say is I'm also not here to say, I want you to just eat carbs all the time. This myth is not true because calories drive weight loss, but what is important to understand with this myth for carbs is you can absolutely lose weight cutting out carbs and you can absolutely gain weight cutting out carbs. But more than that, I would really argue that the best approach to weight loss is not about cutting out carbs, but instead understanding how many carbs you need in your diet, how that impacts your total calories, and of course, what carbs you are eating. You know, a lot of women may need to cut back the amount of carbs they eat, and that's really for two reasons. Reason number one is they're eating a lot of carbs, but also a lot of highly processed carbohydrates, meaning these carbs are not as nourishing as some of their like sister counterparts. They don't pack as much fiber. They're more refined grains. What happens when you eat a lot of highly processed carbs is they don't get you satiated, which is a word for satisfied in nutrition. They don't get you satisfied for as long. And then your blood sugar goes up really quickly because they're more broken down into sugar quicker, or sometimes they are already simple sugars which carbs are sugars, but that's a different conversation. But anyway, these foods are more rapidly absorbed and used as energy and fuel. Those calories are used quicker because they don't have typically protein, fiber, or fat inside of there to impede how fast we basically digest and metabolize them. We have a really big blood sugar surge very quickly that doesn't leave us full for very long, which is why these foods are hyper palatable, meaning like we can eat a lot of them. They're very tasty um, and they can lead to overconsumption of them, which leads to obviously eating more calories than what we need. So you can see that from this, it's not the carbs themselves. It's also how much of them we're having and also what the rest of our diet looks like. So the goal is not to just cut out carbs, but to understand how much you need. And also like the balance on your plate, like you don't have to cut out all carbs to lose weight. My clients actually emphasize typically if they're very, very low carb, I want you to eat carbs. I don't want you to eat an exorbitant amount of carbs and get your diet unbalanced, but we want to really balance out the carbs, the proteins and the fats you need on your plate. And when you find that balance, you're going to get satisfied. You're going to get full and your diet's going to be really healthful and balanced. Plus, I just got to mention carbs are the only food that packs fiber in them. You're not going to find fiber naturally occurring in protein or fat ever. Like it's just a scientific fact. And fiber is one of the most studied foods for fullness. So 
you know, you do not have to cut out carbs. And in fact, I would argue it's not beneficial to just cut out all carbohydrates and just say bye-bye to this entire food group if you're trying to lose weight. Instead, we wanna understand what you need to be eating in the first place. And on this carb note, another myth that I actually heard recently when I was, I think in the grocery store, I had someone talking about going gluten-free and this is something that occasionally comes up in coaching. So when I hear these myths around gluten though, it does make me cringe because gluten is not like this horrible nutrient that is just gonna cause all of your problems, especially weight. If anything, it's more related to gut health and gut health can impact our weight, but I would not recommend glowing gluten-free as your weight loss approach. One, because it doesn't tell me the calories, the other foods in your diet, like all these other things I talk about that impact our nutrition, right? Like when we learn more about nutrition, we can see why that's not always the best choice, but going gluten-free when you don't have celiac disease, which is when you have a literal intolerance to gluten, like I'm talking about specks and particle of gluten on your plate, and that nutrient can cause severe diarrhea, can cause like literally you vomiting for people who are highly, highly sensitive, especially with celiac, or if you're gluten sensitive because it can occur in a spectrum with intolerances. But for the average person, gluten is not going to wreak havoc on your body. And for context, for those of you ladies that don't know, gluten is a protein found in wheat, rye, barley, and I always mess up this one, but triticale. Uh, but mainly wheat is what we talk about, especially with our whole grains. And so basically wheat helps give the shape to, especially like bread products, think of that. Like if you don't have gluten, that's why the gluten-free breads, for instance, are not going to have the same texture and shape. So it's really, really important with cooking. And if you've ever learned anything about cooking and baking, you know, if you don't get the gluten right, just like you don't get the starch and you know, all these other pieces to the puzzle when it comes to baking and cooking, it can really impact things. So gluten is this obviously important nutrient for the sheep. Now, of course, I want to be clear. You don't have to eat gluten to lose weight. Like you don't have to have these foods. You could be gluten-free and that's fine. But the real myth here is when I hear people say you should go gluten-free and then you dig a little deeper or, or, or I just hear them say it and they say gluten basically causes my weight gain. Gluten can't cause weight gain. So I just want to give you guys an example. I've had clients that say gluten makes them gain weight, but when we really unpack their diet, it's not the gluten that's causing the weight gain. It's the fact that they're eating more calories than what they burn. Their diet is chaotic. Oftentimes, many of my clients that have avoided gluten, they're you know, trying to find one food or one reason why they're not seeing progress. But, you know, I do just want to mention when people have, you know, severe celiac disease, which is a, a full blown, like you cannot have gluten ladies, you actually can experience a lot of weight loss because you have such this inability to digest gluten or really absorb gluten is a better way to put it. Um, so, you know, even with something like gluten intolerance, your body is going to have issues with absorbing gluten, which is a protein found in the foods that we eat. And as you continue to eat these foods, just like with celiac disease, and that's the really severe side of the spectrum or even intolerances that you may have, you are going to experience digestive problems. Um, but the digestive problems can impact how you absorb and metabolize food, but it's not the gluten causing weight gain. Like gluten doesn't have 
this weird amount of calories that's just instantly causing a roll of belly, belly fat to formulate on your stomach. It's really the dysfunction of your gut that's impacting how you're absorbing and metabolizing food, which can lead to an array of issues, including, you know, inability to metabolize and absorb calories to be able to use them as fuel, which can lead to weight loss um, and other things. But, you know, gluten has just been like so overhyped. I feel like the trend is kind of going away a little bit. If you just, you know, choose to not have foods with gluten in it, that's obviously a personal choice, but you know, ultimately gluten does not inherently cause weight gain, especially if you don't have digestive issues and especially severe issues, especially things like celiac disease and the amount of clients I've worked with who have been avoiding gluten and going for many of the gluten-free products. Unfortunately, with many of the gluten-free products, sometimes they can be lower in protein compared to whole grains. Not that we're eating whole grains for the protein content, but there are other things that happen, you know, especially with some of my gluten-free clients who have to be gluten-free. What we notice with their diet is they tend to very much overconsume the fat portion on their plate, um, especially if they love things like salmon and avocados and they cook with oils like myself. And then you add on this gluten-free bread product, it can really impact the total fat content, which isn't bad for weight loss necessarily, but um, where it can cause problems is when your diet is just really unbalanced and you're not getting a great volume of food on your plate, that can be an issue. But what I will say is there are many healthy starches and carbs that don't pack gluten in them as well. Um, for instance, potatoes. If you have a gluten intolerance or allergy, yes, you can go gluten-free, but I don't want you to go gluten-free and just eat gluten-free processed food products. Like let's focus on, okay, what are all the different types of starches that we can include on your plate? Because at the end of the day, even if you can't have gluten, you can still lose weight. And even if you are eating gluten, you still can lose weight. Calories and the balance of your plate matters most. Okay, the third myth that literally needs to go to rest because it takes years off my life thinking about the fact that women still, and even men, still do juice cleanses to lose weight. I recently was talking to a few clients, a few women that were interested in working with me, and one of them was like, I, I feel so desperate. Like I've done everything. I've done a juice cleanse. I'm like, oh my gosh, like we need to stop in your tracks right now. I've done everything. And the word juice cleanse, I hope that never comes from another woman's mouth ever again in my lifetime, because that is not doing everything that is doing harm. Okay. Doing a juice cleanse is, I don't just want to myth bust the fact that you don't need to do it. I really want to almost like persuade you guys about why it's actually a horrible flipping idea. You know, obviously I talk about calories driving weight loss. I'm a broken record. You guys know that by now, but I've talked about a few popular cleanses in the past, but a week long juice cleanse or highly restrictive cleanse diet is not going to jumpstart your weight loss goals. And in fact, is going to create more harm for you long-term specifically when it comes to a juice cleanse, juice cleanses are particularly dangerous in my eyes as a dietitian and dangerous for our mental health, dangerous for our physical health. And honestly, I think we'll set you back more for this reason. So you do this juice cleanse, you get all these damn juices and you start juicing all day, every day. And say you're not eating many meals. Like I've had clients literally be like, I'm trying to do juice cleanse for a week and I just have like juice all day. Like they're not even having like one meal or whatever. So you're doing this juice cleanse. You're having these juices that pack maybe say 70, 80 grams of sugar, no protein, fat or fiber, any of that in there. And you are highly, highly, highly under consuming your calories because there's no way you're gonna hit, say you need 1600 calories to lose weight. There is no flipping way you're gonna hit that just through juices. And if you do, gosh, that's a lot of sugar to get there. So you're highly under consuming calories and you think you're doing something good. And maybe the first day, like you're hungry, but it's okay. But like, as those days goes on, like it's getting worse. And so you're beginning to lose weight, but you're also beginning to not just lose weight, but you're shedding water weight as well. So you get like so excited. 
But I mean, first off, there's no way you're ever gonna stick to this juice cleanse long-term. Let's be real. Like you're gonna get hungry. You wanna go back to your normal diet. So you're going back to reality. You're going back to the things. And what happens after is you gain this weight back, but then you're also so starving and hungry. So then you're gonna eat more and then you're just so confused and you're depriving your body of the proper nutrients. And you know, something I say to clients all the time is you have to establish like a baseline foundation. Like we have to build some momentum before we care a lot about the scale. And so what happens with juice cleansing is one, you're not like cleansing anything. Like you're cleansing all the probably good gut bacteria in your gut because you're being so freaking restrictive. Different conversation. But you're like depriving yourself. You're getting your body all out of whack. You're not doing what you normally need to do. Not getting the essential nutrients your body needs. Like your body needs essential nutrients. Let's talk about protein for a second, guys. Your body requires requires protein. Specific proteins found within proteins called amino acids. We require them. There are essential amino acids we need in our diet. And guess what? Third world countries, when you do not have access to high protein foods and you are protein deficient, that's where things like marasmus and kwashiorkor, which are mouthfuls, you guys don't need to remember that, but these are protein deficiency illnesses that in the United States we don't see typically, but are things that when you are deprived of these nutrients, like horrible things, impacts fetal development, impacts young kids and all the development. Anyway, I bring this up because a juice cleanse is like the opposite of health. A juice cleanse is not what you should be doing to lose weight. You should be understanding what's in your food and not trying to cleanse yourself. Like you don't need a cleanse to jumpstart anything. Like the best way to jumpstart weight loss is taking a step back for a second and looking how you eat. I just wish women take from my show that looking at how you eat is so much more beneficial with the understanding and knowledge, right? Which takes different piece of the puzzle, but you need to understand how you are eating and what's impacting your body versus just changing something mindlessly. You can't hack your way out of the hard work. Calories matter. Understanding the carb, protein, and fats that you need to be eating for your body. Understanding simple meals. That's the stuff that's going to take you far because you're starting this juice cleanse, hoping to lose weight, but you're ending it knowing damn well, you're not going to do this for the rest of your life. If you're not going to do something for the rest of your life, why do it in the first place? Because you're literally just setting an expiration for this to fail. And I just want to point out cleanses were absolutely created by the diet industry. Cleanses did not, I mean, I don't have scientific proof of this, I guess, but to my knowledge, I don't believe cleanses occurred in the 1970s. When we think about like Plymouth plantation and the pilgrims, like they, they weren't cleansing their body. Granted, they probably had other issues then and they did, but you know what I mean? Like they focus on the foods that came from the earth that they had access to. And of course, things can evolve and change over time. It's not bad to eat something that's more processed now that our country has evolved. Obviously, some things can be a little bit less nourishing, but fruits, vegetables, proteins, breads, water, these core things within our diet are here for a purpose. Like these are things that have sustained our evolution and sustained our health and that provides so many different things. So doing some marketed juice cleanse, metabolism reset, any of that shit, and yeah, we're going there, do not do it. It is so harmful for your health. And honestly, it's gonna take you, it's not gonna jumpstart your weight loss, it's gonna jumpstart your failure to weight loss because it's not gonna stick, it's not what you need, and most importantly, it doesn't pack my favorite macro of them all, protein. So that being said, ladies, these are my three myths. If you guys loved this episode, please let me know. Please share it on your story. That's the cost of listening. And more importantly, don't forget to leave a rating and review, especially on iTunes. Please share with me what other myths you want me to bust because we are making this a series because you guys know I love a little myth bust moment. And I also just want to make sure you are not falling for crazy, ridiculous stuff. Like obviously I know a ton of you guys, I'm sure listening to this podcast, understand that you might not need a juice cleanse, but 
you know, there are women out there that still believe these things. And so we have to keep talking about these things. We can't stay silent. We have to make sure that women are getting the right information. And that is what we do on Hot Healthy Never Hungry. And most importantly, mark your calendars, June 28th. Next week, guys, the Hot Girl Summer Annual Sale is coming to you for access to not only that bonus, the stuck to slaying weight loss mini course, but you will also be getting $100 off a three-month membership into the Hot and Healthy membership so you can achieve your goals. And I know, especially with summer almost here, many women can feel uncomfortable. They're feeling really desperate to fit back into certain clothing. Or honestly, they are starting, like you might be starting to realize, wow, I actually didn't realize the extent of uncomfortable that I felt. I have weddings and events coming up. Like I have actually some weddings this year. And like when I think about me showing up to these events, not feeling my best, I would feel so discouraged. Like I've never met a woman, and I always say this, who doesn't want to feel good. So if you are wanting to feel good, in any outfit, I'm talking shorts, I'm talking a dress, I'm talking a bathing suit. I want you to feel confident in whatever style and way you want to express yourself, whether showing a lot of skin or being more modest. When it comes to summertime, I want you to embrace the way that you look and I want you to do it in a way that is healthy with no juice cleanses over here. So starting on June 28th, we're running this sale. I'm so excited, guys. More information to come on my email list and of course over there on Instagram if you guys don't follow me on there yet. So stay tuned and I will see you guys next week.